Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is 160. Who knows? 163. You know who would know? Scott F. Ross would know. Yeah, he would. It's a good presented by Presented by Parse Rum. Parse is my favorite rum. It's your favorite rum. It's the rum for whiskey drinkers. Go to Benny's. Go to wherever you buy your liquor and ask them about Parse Rum. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure can. We all right this morning? Tensions are a little high. No. I get on here. I get on here. And we got Dakota and Zach going back and forth about hair. Everybody's my hair. It looks wasn't great. a back. My hair forth. looks great. You want to say something nice about my hair? Zach got a nice haircut and Dakota shit his, on me. Zach took his hat off and he like pushed it down. And I was like, man, Zach can get really bad hat head if he's not careful. And he, and he took it as like a, a slight and i was like that's just a fact of life like everyone everybody can. has had hair i know i'm saying so what, what are we saying <laughs> pull yours down in the front pull it like push it all yeah, down pull, pull yours down like look at that pull yours down Tom pulls yours Ian, down. isn't that incredible hat i hair? mean my hair just stays like this all the time because it's so nice zach i think your hair looks fine man i, know I, I wasn't know chirping him i know Thank once you. you get a little style into that thing it's gonna look great that's what i'm you saying do you get a little shorter on top than usual, though? What's a little yeah, shorter? I'm sick and tired of long hair. Hey, sick man, and tired you, of it. You sick and tired of it. You hit game tying singles. You can do what you want, man. Zach, talk us through. For anyone, Tom, will you clip this into the episode? For anyone that didn't see it on the compound Twitter last night, uh, 5-4 ball game. 5-4? Yes, Ninth five, inning, four. two outs, two strikes. There we go. Shorty, uh, RBI single to tie it. Uh, Tigers on a little bit of a little bit of a stretch, a little bit of a no win stretch, grinding a little bit. We don't want to say we don't want to say a little bit, a lot of but, bit of a stretch. But uh, Shorty came through in the clutch. Tell us about. It. I mean, yeah, we were again playing the Braves. That is a lineup that is just it just doesn't stop, and they kind of let us off the hook a few times yesterday. It felt like every inning they had guys in scoring position, and they just couldn't get like a huge hit. Uh, I mean, they scored five runs, but. You know, we got out of a base. We had a bullpen day, too. So, I mean, our bullpen absolutely put us on their back, as, as our pitching staff has done for a really long time now, especially with how we've been hitting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we were down 5-1 in the eighth inning, um, get it to 5-2. And then in the ninth, and, you know, they bring in a glacier. Like, they they play the game as perfect as you could play with, you know, their starter goes six in and Morton was just throwing it. The guy's 40 years old, still throwing 95. It was insane. Um, you know, and then they, they go seven, eight, nine with their seven, eight, nine pitchers. It ended up perfect for them. And so in the top of the ninth or bottom nine, we're down five, two Scopey leads off with a base hit to left torque goes way back to make it five, four. So we got no outs five, four, um, Car gets a base hit, guy in first, and then Maton grounds into what seems to be a game-ending double play. Beats that out how you say throw. his last name? Yeah, Maton. Maton, huh? Yeah. All right. Sorry, Dave. Sorry. And then Veerling goes second or third pitch, backside 110, just unbelievable, like head high, line drive to right. It was mm. so sick to watch on deck. I kind of had to like – Reel it back in. I was like, ooh, that was a six swing. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's lock in for this the biggest at bat of the season so far. Um, yeah, and then so I I faced Iglesias in spring. I saw two or three pitches from him. You know, he likes a lot of his off speed. 
Um, and tonight or last night, he was going a lot, his change up pretty often than I would have expected. So, I mean, I think we batted around. So I had a good six or seven guys ahead of me anyway to watch and kind of see what he was doing. So in the back of my mind, you know, he was throwing a bunch of stuff, but you have to respect the 96 as well, which is tough. Cause have you, I mean, you faced him when he was with the Reds, like it comes out quick, especially with a guy on, he's like a, he's like a one, one to home. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a low three quarter slot for righties. It runs in on him, kind of like that carry. It's actually, uh, he and um, Diaz, the Diaz brothers, they kind of remind me of each other with the way that they throw in the fastball action. Yeah, for sure. And during when like we could see the line moving our hitting coach comes up to me and was like, Hey man, like, you know, you always say like when guys speed up, you have a hard time getting ready. And he was like, you can sit like screw everything else. Just get ready early. And that was basically the only thing that was going through my mind. Um, And so he threw me a first pitch slider. And like you said, he kind of has that low towards third base release and Maton wasn't really off second base all that much. Um, I think I think Al- Albies was pretty close to him, um, and then he was really ho- quick to home. So there's not really much time to get out there. And I lost the ball in his like jersey. In his jersey, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. So like, I took it and it was a slide. It was like a, I don't want to say a hanger, but it was like middle away, like up in the zone. And I was like, okay, hey, I probably wasn't going to swing anyway. Once I saw spin, <laughs> um, but I was like, I legitimately did not see that ball until it got to home plate. So basically didn't see the slider and then he went slider again for a ball saw it really well so in the back of my mind I'm like hey you know be ready for the heater still but respect the other things and then he went slider again I fouled straight back which is another really good one to hit Mm. um so and I I did not think after I was on that I didn't think he was going to come the fourth one so basically I thought he was just going to try to gas me up and end up end up going change up down that I just stayed on enough and hit it to left, um, you know, and I mean, it was, it was sick just because, you know, we not lost nine in a row. We couldn't hit. I left three or four guys on earlier in the game with two outs to end the innings. Couldn't get anybody home. And I think just for everybody, and then especially for Torque. I mean, that guy, he's been thrown through everything as 20, 22 years old. Like, Hey, you're not going to, you're barely going to play in the minor leagues. You're going to get drafted in 20. Um, you know, and just basically we've asked to ride him for as long as he's been up. Like, Hey man, you're, you're the one, one, like, you know, you don't care how old you are, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna ride you. And to have him really have that first moment of like, this was awesome. You know, he grind, he's been grinding all year and he's, he's had the worst luck in baseball. He's had like two or two weeks ago, he had the, the highest line drive rate in baseball and he was hitting like. 220 at the time and he's had really bad luck all year and just to see him you know he goes way back and then to end the game in the ninth or tenth was just so sick for him to watch can you the thing that stuck out to me about this whole story that i think is very underappreciated when there's a rally like this in a baseball game how often does that guy hustling down the line and beating out the backside of a double play result in the team getting to see more pitches from the pitcher being able to put something together first dakota can you tell me how frustrating it is as the pitcher when you think you have a double play ball and the guy the guy beats it by half a step or dakota before you start like the ball was hit pretty hard too 
like he he had like a two hopper to Albies, and they kind of you could see it was like slow developing. But I mean, Maton beat it by like a good step. There's so like, nothing. There's nothing I love more than when a runner just jogs to first. He's like pissed that he grounded out. I'm like, oh no, don't <laughs> hustle, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's like you said, Ian. Like it's huge. It keeps the inning going. Like the next guy could hit a home run. Like you never know what could happen when you hustle down the line and beat out that double play. It changes the entire inning. And like a lot of times, not a lot of times, but you'll see guys like, like I said, get pissed. They hit a grounder right at someone. They're not happy. So they just kind of like 75% it to first and it's an easy double play. So it's huge that he was able to beat that out. It's massive. I mean, it's just so massive for innings. And I think it's pretty emphasized in the big leagues when you, you know, when you have a spot like that, there's a guy in third, there's a guy in second, big spot in the game to get down the line. Joe was always big on it. I know Rossi is on getting down the line on double plays and just keeping the inning going. And I think it's a very underappreciated thing when guys do it and how big of a momentum shift it can be. And you know, as an infielder, like if you know that this guy busted down the line every single time, like, in the back of your mind, you know, like, hey, I have to be absolutely perfect with everything I do on this play. And yeah. yeah, and Zach, like, how much harder is it when, like, double plays, like, they're not, like, guys are fast. Like, if you have someone with a little bit of speed in the box, like, it's dude. still tough to turn a double play if they take off down the line. You have to make, perfect. yeah, dude, like, you have to make a perfect transfer. You have to make a perfect throw. And Albies was falling towards first base anyway. So he was kind of, like, on his heels and made, like, a decent throw to – um Arcia, I think, yeah, Arcia. But like again, everything has to be perfect. And if there's like a throw just a little bit off, like that could be the difference. And like you watched the replay of Maton running, and he was just head down the whole entire time. Which is- I would think, I would think as a hitter, that's what I'd do because I'd be like pissed, and I'd be like, Get I just let him double me up. Like I'm not letting him do it. No, that's that's what I do. I like I take all my energy and like madness down to first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Did you miss me last week? Yeah. I mean, oh Scott my gosh. Great, Scott was that, a great guest host, but yeah, I mean, it's always weird when the, the compound podcast with Ian Happ is missing Ian Happ. That was pause. There was a pause there that spoke volumes when he first asked that question. I had to, I, I had to unmute myself. I had to, I mute myself when yeah. I'm not talking. Tom, do you want to tell us about your hat? Brooklyn Cyclones. I uh, went Saturday, Margaritaville night, got a bucket hat. Love it. Oh, someone tried to buy it off me, told them it was my new favorite hat, would never sell it. So I <laughs> love that. Not even How- for a million dollars. You can never have it. People were making like sincere, real offers. And I was like, I'm not selling it. It's 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 staying on my head. <laughs> Tom, uh, at some point this week, we're going to talk about the Yanks. Do you want to do it now or would you like to do it later? Whatever you'd like. I'm happy to talk about them now. I'm happy to talk about them later. Let's talk about him now. You a little nervous without without judging the lineup? You how you feeling? How you feeling? Yeah, I mean, generally when you lose the best the best player in baseball and the reigning AL MVP, it gets harder to win games. So oh, he's he's better than Trout. I mean, and Shohei, he's better than Shohei. <laughs> all right, when you lose a top five <laughs> player in the game of baseball. Whatever you want to rank them, it's going to be harder to win games. So I, I'm trying not to hit the panic button here. You know, I mean, it's obviously. I love that from you. I love that from you. What was there, that? You just you don't want to hit the panic button. I don't want to hit it. You know, you they're that, obviously you, in a tough you division. Get that in writing. 
You, I feel like I get gaslit on this show. No. Some extremist Yankee fan. Whereas I, I feel like I'm like compared to most Yankee fans, pretty rational, but then I'm gaslit into being believed no. that I am insane. We would never do that, Tom. <laughs> the first class show, Tom. How about the Willie Calhoun homer on Saturday that it was the stat cast had it as it would go out in one stadium and one stadium only Yankee stadium. Gotta love that. How about Willie, Willie Calhoun getting hit in a live BP against Carlos Rodon getting hit in the elbow at like 95. Oh. And then, Hey man, we need you in there. You're, you're leading off tonight, by the way, just enough time for the swelling to swell up and get you real stiff. You know who, you know who swing? I always like that was crazy. That was crazy. I don't just want to brush right by that. That was crazy. But you guys play against Jake Bowers in the uh, in the minor league. Six swing. Yes. Six swing. I've always liked his swing a lot. I've always yeah. liked his swing. I've always He's heard his really name. Pretty left hand stroke. I remember him with the Rays, right? Rays. I played against him with and the Rays in the minor leagues. And Guardians maybe when he was with the two? Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Always liked his swing. We play. We came up kind of at the same time. Uh, I think we played against each other in double A in 16 and he raked that, that race team had like Willie Adamas and him and some other people. But I mean, I like that swing. I like that swing in Yankee stadium. Um, too. It does. Tom, have what to you got on? You, no, I was going to say real quick about Bowers kind of, but the best, the, the, I feel like the saving grace right now for the Yankees is there's still so many injured players. Like if they get fully healthy, they're still nine games over 500 right now with like six major players out. Yeah. Jake had a tweet the other day talking about their outfield situation right now that like they have four major league outfielders on the roster, but really none of them, their primary position is really like outfield besides like Bader. Um, it's, you know, listen, they're a team that's very injured. They're a team that's in a very tough division. It's probably a wild Carter bust year. It seems so it, you have to adjust your expectations accordingly, but hopefully I, the biggest thing is judge was having such a fun season. You want to just get him back so you can play another 140, 145 games, uh, you know, cause historically that kind of stuff matters that you can kind of stack up another 140, another 145 game season after the year he had last year. You punted on the division. I mean, I'm not punting per se, but it's 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 June 13th and it's looking difficult already. So you got to be realistic. June 13th you know? last year, you were up 37 games, and then the rest of the season we had to deal with. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god, we're never going to win around. <laughs> you didn't have to watch last season. Last season was generally one of the most difficult seasons to watch because of that, because they were so good through like June 15th, and then they were. A, a mediocre below 500 team for three and a half months. And I had to listen to you jokers tell me that, no, 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 they're still great. They're still great. I'm like, they haven't played great in three and a half months, guys. I don't know. Maybe they're just not very good anymore. <laughs> I mean, right now they're nine games out of first place. They're 38 and 29, which is crazy that they're 38 and 29 and nine games out of first place on June 13th. But yeah, I mean, Obviously, the Rays playing the hottest team in baseball right now. last year, where they where they come back to earth at some point. But I don't know. This Rays team feels like it's built in an alien spaceship. So I don't really play the hottest team in happens. baseball, Tom. They're coming back. All right. How about how about your guy Sterling taking the foul ball off the dome too, and dude? Then just, and then just still competing after. I saw that. I saw that once, and I don't want to watch it again. Like that sounded horrible. It sounded yeah. loud. Dude, I I was like, oh my god! I like cringe because I thought it was gonna be like a ricochet, like, or that was like, 
Yeah. I first, he, he, first heard the audio on Saturday night and it was kind of funny at first because you're like, like not funny, but it was like more light. Yeah. It felt like because you didn't see the video and you didn't quite realize how much of it, like how hard he actually got hit. So I sent it to my girlfriend on Saturday and I was like, oh, this is like kind of charming moment from John where he like recovers. And then you see the video. And I sent it to my girlfriend. And she's like, why would you ever send this to me? I'm just like sad now. An old Dude. man just got hit very hard and like looks sad. And then he told Judge, he's like, yeah, I'm not going on the IL. I'm all good. Well, there was a picture the next day on Sunday of of him with a bandage on his head and the baseball with a bandage yeah. on as well, which I thought was pretty funny. I think didn't Justin Turner send it up to the booth for him or something? Yeah, he wrote he on it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I know, I know, Tom. You hate if he plays for the Yankees, you hate him. But it was a cool thing, right? Don't get upset. Uh, you know who's been taking their athletic greens? Me. Everyone. Have you been? You've been taking Stir- yeah. Sterling. Sterling's been taking them. Sterling's been taking them. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies and it starts with optimizing whole body health. A lot of them also take AG1. And that's why I'm a huge fan. It's great for recovery if you get hit with in a foul ball before a workout or even after you need a boost. You know who else I think has been taking AG1? I think Hicks went over to Baltimore and started drinking some AG1. I said so it much Tom. more than greens powder. It's all your key health products in one. Set yourself up for success. 75 high quality ingredients that give you the key daily nutrients and long support long-time gut health. Uh, free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash compound, athleticgreens.com slash compound. Uh, Tom, last thing. Okay. Hicks goes Baltimore. It's kind of raking. It's kind of I'm doing it. it. I got to be completely do you feel honest. Like you boot, do you feel like you booed him into <laughs> hitting absolute rockets in Baltimore? I, I said this a couple times that I I felt like a change of scenery would be good for him. It, it felt like it was it was done as a Yankee for him. I was interested to see if he was able to refine the production that I thought was in there. Uh, and obviously he has. It is a small sample size, but I, I said to Zach, I'll be honest, I have not been tracking him uh, clearly as closely as you guys are because I don't have anyone that I can make fun of about it. So uh, I haven't been paying much attention, but I did just go look at his stats. And it's und- it's undeniably very impressive right now, uh, and I I know for some reason you guys think I hate him. I didn't want him to be a Yankee, but I, as a human being, I'm happy for him succeeding. He's as I said, he seemed like a nice guy. He seemed like someone who wanted to succeed. It just didn't feel like it was working on New York, and I'm happy for him that it's working on. It sucks that it's in Baltimore. If it was on like the Rangers or someone, I'd be like even happier for him. I wish it wasn't in the division, but other than that, you know. Tom, I'll give you, he goes I'll on and has a nice career with the Orioles. I'll give you a lot. I'll give you a lot of props there. That you know, that must have took a lot to say you're happy for him. That was nice. The only thing I heard when you started talking was boo, boo, <laughs> boo. That's uh, what I believe you guys genuinely hear. I think I say one thing, and then you guys hear something else sometimes. You know, you know we need to talk about we need to talk about college baseball. So wait, wait B- before we shift to college. Can we talk about Hendricks no hit bid and then we'll shift to college? Yeah. I have so a couple things that. on college, so I wanted to touch on Hendricks before we switched over. Are you going to say the main Carl. problem here, Dakota, of that game? The main what? The main problem of that game and that last that last ball that I <laughs> I watched the game. 
So I came into the locker room after our game. I saw he had a no-hitter going on. I asked someone to watch on MLB. I saw the ball, and I need IH8 running through the wall. What the fuck up? <laughs> I want to get him going. I want to get, I I get him fired pitches. up. I want to get Bro, him fired up. That I saw two pitches. Dakota, you texted in the group, and I was like, oh, let me throw this on. So first pitch, second pitch, double. I was like, okay, that was, that was fun. Also, Hendricks calls his own game, huh? He just started, so really cool. Thing. I mean that 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 worked. Let's let's just say so that was smart. He, he has he has a start his last start out before this one. Gets three pitch clock violations. Kind of struggling to get like I think on the same page or set up hitters the way he wants. And Kyle is so different from a lot of guys now, where his mix like it all plays off each other, but he really has to set up pitches like he. Mm-hmm. You know, he's throwing 86 to 88. He's got a sinker, a four seam that kind of plays cutterish. He has a changeup that fades. He has a changeup that cuts and he has a curveball. So it spins at like 2,800. Yeah. So if you're playing, if you're, if you're catching him and you're using pitch com, it has to be like, like they had to decide on like changeup and then cutter was like the cut change. Mm-hmm. So like they had to do all this stuff, and when you use the pitch com for the listener, it's like change up strike or like change up chase or change up in change up away change up. So like if if I'm Kyle Hendricks and I'm trying to get my catcher's trying to get what pitch I want, it could be like change up chase, and he would have to be like no, and then it would be like change up in <laughs> because he throw like because he can do so much with the pitch that I think it became a challenge to get what he was actually trying to do so this last start so he threw a bullpen with the pitch com calling his own pitches this start he got to just call his own pitches the whole time so really cool that he first time he does that he goes out absolutely dominates I mean he was on he was doing his thing he was doing he was sinkers top corner he was top well, to bottom corner he was change up both sides it was so impressive to watch but it was it was a funny because amaya was back there catching him and it's like how's your day going it's like you just listening like uh, change up uh, uh, well that's change up, what? when uh, i turned it on and i saw it was amaya i was like holy shit like amaya's calling a no hitter that's and then what I, I thought and too. I, I said the yeah. same thing i was like oh my god good for him but then I saw the, the impressive thing about Hendricks too, like he'd throw a pitch and he'd instantly like go to his pitch. Kind of like knew exactly what he wanted to throw next. Like it wasn't like, uh, like, what do I want to go here? He's like, Oh, yep. This and is where we're going. Are, are his metrics still the same? Like, is he, I don't know. Have you seen like you guys have it at your, um, at your field with the horizontal and vertical? No, we don't do that. We don't do that trash. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen trash, the trash if- that gets people paid. I haven't seen if that's if it's all the same. He is. I mean, he was throwing 87, 88. I mean, he had a lot more 88 balls um, than you know he's had for a couple of years. So I mean, it, it was gives this stuff shit, gives this shit more time to move too. Well, the the um, the four too. Like he's kind of throwing some fours at 88. And I think people don't realize how sneaky his four seam is because his sinker is like this big. Like it can really go. A huge and when he sinker. throws the four. Yeah, when he throws the four, it kind of like even cuts a little bit or stays straight. And I remember facing him in 20 uh, quite a bit during summer camp. And he would throw that like four on the outside corner to a lefty. And you'd be like, that 
what is that pitch? <laughs> because it was, you were just waiting for the one that like starts at you and like fades all the way across his own. Then he would throw the, the kind of dot the four. It was like, Oh, so weird. Dude, so um, you say you faced him in 20. I think I faced him in the spring of 19. First time ever. Like, obviously I knew who Kyle Hendricks was and it was a live BP and I was, I was feeling good. And I remember checking out of these pitches so early, like back, back door, two seams, and like Caratini's back there, catches it, and he's like, "Yep, strike." And I'm like, "There's no fucking it's way that's possible. a strike." And yeah. you go back and watch, and I mean, it's like a whole baseball on the plate. And I'm like, "Dude, I am literally like, oh hell yeah, I'm about to be in a leverage count. Let's go. Let's let this shit eat." No, 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 down 0-2, just like that. And yeah. he throws the little he's... cut changeup off of that too. What? what? Yeah. So there's a cut changeup is just leaking away from you the whole time. It's it's really fun to watch him throw. It was great to see him do that as far as the ball that hit the wall. Uh, it's one of those plays that you – Hanniger was the guy that I knew was going to be tough because he has the ability to snap hook the ball to the left and also hit the ball in the gap. I was playing a little bit pool, a little bit deep, and then he hits that one, uh, and you, you're running after it, and you're going, just please hang up, please hang up, please hang up. And then you're like – like in the moment, at some point, like you have to stop before you dive into the wall. And yeah. like in that moment, when you make the decision, it's like, fuck. I mean, yes, there was you, no there, change. There's no way you. I, no, I texted then you it watch, to you. Then you go back and you watch the you go back and you watch the replay and you're like, what if I just dove into the wall? Like, what if I? Just, and that's what I I texted what you. What if like I just kept running until I hit it? Like, what would have happened? Because I texted you as a joke and you responded with like, yeah, that's my bad. I should have dove and snapped my neck into the wall. <laughs> you, I mean, you would have yeah. still been laying there if you jumped. For yeah. That. Like it sucks because we, we made some really good plays throughout the game too. talking an unbelievable play in center. Uh, Morell ran one down kind of all the way. Tom, Tom's in boy. The, Talk in me. that gap. Um, Danzy made a nice play. I think Nico made some nice play. I mean, it was just like we had played kind of a pretty complete game overall. And that was the one. uh one hit tough and but he, really awesome for a cop yeah he he it was the most like he you know i mean he doesn't show any emotions but he was like mad at himself as soon as he threw it because he missed his spot like it was like a little middle like it was i think it was just a sinker in and he just like left it a little over the plate and he, it was like the most mad you'll see him and he wasn't yeah actually, i think like, it was i think it was emotion. three one it was three one he got a chase with change up to go to three two and then that was on three two pitch. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let's. Which, um, but but the, I can't wait for Kyle's next start. I was gonna say the only thing is like three two, and you have a no hitter. Do you think like ah, let's just throw a chase pitcher? Like if I walk him, so what? Still got a no. He had hit. already he had already walked a guy early in the game, so it was like yeah. I was like, kind of sitting there like walk, walk you, I was like if you walk this guy, I'm being okay with it's that. okay. Uh, uh, but but yeah, college baseball. There's a ton to talk. Let's about talk college about baseball. college baseball. Before we talk about college baseball, it's time to talk about our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with the aforementioned DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you use code COMPOUND only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's bet $5 for new customers and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Again, you got to use the code COMPOUND, and it's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. All right, let's get you guys back to the show. The Super Regional is going on for all of our listeners. College baseball is hot in the streets right now. Super Regional, uh, I think everybody is done. I think Omaha's set. Yes, it is. Can we start with I last night's game? Uh, sure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. You go. Well, sorry. I sent you guys. I Well, let's start with last night's game, and then we can talk about what I sent into the group message after that. Um, Stanford and Texas last yep. night, two teams near and dear to my heart because uh work out at ut knows some of the knows some of the staff there and then nico's our friend and he oh, went to stanford. i was gonna say why are you close to stanford <laughs> it's yeah, like well, your football teams you got a new you got you, you like everybody he covers all of his bases you know yeah he's, he's got everything covered bases. and i know a guy there i'm a huge fan <laughs> so they they were in we were just in uh san fran and they were playing at Stanford out there. So Nico was like, I wish I could go to the game. Some of the Texas coaches were at BP one of the days. Um, so it really felt like we were in that series. Felt like we were there. Uh, but they big game, first game, Stanford blows up. Mm-hmm. Right? Texas comes back on them. I believe so. And then second day, kid throws 156 pitch complete game. That's which, yes. I'm so down for that, dude. No, I'm, hang on. We'll get it. Let's let's finish it. We I had a big question. We're gonna about let's go through it and then we'll go back. Then yes. we'll rewind. 156 pitches in a nine inning game. Kid throws a, a complete game. And and so the series is tied one one last night, ninth inning, five five game, six six game, six six tied six six, tied in the yeah. ninth, two outs, first and second, fly ball to center, Stanford, bottom nine, fly ball to center. Both the center fielder and the right fielder lose it in the sky. Ball never saw it. Five, never saw it. Five feet from the right fielder. Stanford wins. Really tough way for Texas to lose and get sent home. The only guy that saw that ball was the shortstop. He's like pointing at. It. He's like, "It's right there. It's right there." And he's like, Catch "He can't." It. Like, there's no way he gets to that Can and we, catches it. Okay, so last night I played the outfield for two innings, and it was at that time where I was like, "Yo, if there's a fly ball to me." Like there is a zero percent chance that I can see this ball. It's right before the sun sets that it's like yeah, and like the sun impossible. sets really late here, so like it gets yeah. dark at like nine. So like leverage innings, of course. And I'm out there like I haven't played many innings in the outfield, and I'm like, yo, like a foul ball goes up, and my like, guys, I have no idea where this is, and like it, whenever somebody loses a ball, like we've talked about it before, like. Fans are like, oh, what is he doing? Like, you legitimately cannot see the baseball. No. Cannot. Like, that's nobody's fault. It sucks that it happens in such a big situation like that last night. But, again, there's nothing that you can do about it. 
absolutely nothing. I just feel terrible. Like imagine being a senior. And yeah, like, it sucks. that's how your career ends. Sucks. A light ball. But to the pitching thing, they brought in te- the guy that was pitching for Texas, <clears throat> started game one, threw like a hundred pitches and came back and he was in relief, like in that game. I think he's like their ace. And their their closer had came in early and thrown like 90 pitches in that game. And you talked about the Stanford guy throwing what 156? 156. Did you, did you see the guy? He he like came out on Twitter and he was like, I mean, it was my last game. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And that's what I was he does have he has I a professional it. career. Yeah, like I think that's awesome. But it is crazy. Like, there's some like I don't know. I'm with Zach and that I love it. Like guys coming back like that is so cool. Like, I think it's dude, you know how much like of a locker room boost that is when your guy is just in the dugout like i'm good one more yeah and then it just turns into a hundred more pitches like nobody's batting an eye it's like dude i'm good i'll have the rest of my life to the rest of my life to rest in ice and i say my favorite pitching performance i've ever seen this was 2014 uh new york state high school baseball there is a name coming up though that you won't expect 153 pitches for a sophomore to get his team to the section title, to win the section title, get them in the state tournament. First time they'd won in 30 years. That pitcher's name, George Kirby. 153 pitches as a sophomore, struck Jeez. out 12. Where did he go to school? Uh, he went to, I believe, Elon for college. He went to Rye growing up. Uh some Rye? I didn't yeah. know that. That's only a seven-inning game, though, huh? Yes, 153 pitches. Keep that pitch count down over seven. Going to need right. some more strikes in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna punch. Hey, it worked out tickets. though, dude. It if that was a nine-inning game, he might have hit 200 pitches. Yeah, if it was a nine-inning game. He might have hit 200 pitches. Yeah. Fuck. I I'm I'm on the fence. I think that I think oh. that there is some responsibility to protect because I'll parlay this too when I'm done. Kids are stupid. Okay, college kids. Oh. College kids are dumb. They don't. You don't have enough of like a. You, today is all that matters and like it's uh, this is the biggest moment ever and you don't have enough of like the perspective to go like hey man if i gave you 120 pitches and my arm's about to fall off like that's all i got and you got to get somebody else in here to finish this game and then i have like the if i do have a, the, the kid turned down a decent amount of money in the draft last year to go back to school like there is a responsibility of the people that are coaching that team to make sure his shoulder doesn't pop off like mr potato head and so th- like that's the kid is obviously going to want to pitch like he's going to want to go out there he's going to keep going out there until literally doesn't have an elbow anymore okay well, and but so if- i but i but but i'm not done but i do think that it's a really cool thing. I think putting the team on his back and like making that performance. Now they're going to Omaha. Like that's a Stanford legend story. That is really, really cool for the kid. Go ahead. I don't think him throwing 30 more pitches than what his body is used to is going to make him blow out. We had this argument. It's going to blow out. It's going to blow out. We had this argument about Johan Santana when he threw his what was it perfect game or no hitter, and it, he was never the same after. Like you just never know when it's going to affect you. Like your body's just, not yeah, used to like, doing. I don't know if I'm blaming thirty extra pitches on him ruining his career. I'm think more about, his career, think, think about I'm, how often pitchers in the postseason 
they get like the guy that the starting pitcher that starts all year goes deep in the postseason. They ask him to come out of the pen in game six, game seven, the World Series or whatever. And then the next year, like that dude barely has an arm. Like there's, there's well, I think that's, that's also, happens. I mean, that's also like, you're coming you, back in two months. Like, but that's, when you ask people to do, when you ask people to do the extreme stuff, that's when like, yeah, there's a ton of like extra stress. I think coming, body. I think coming back is a little bit different than going a few extra pitches. That's like what you, I was going to say. Yeah. Like if you don't a give your body few, an ample the time, guy threw a game and a half, the but I threw an extra half game. I'm with growing, Zach. I'll be fine. I'm with Zach that the coming back on short rest is much more taxing than the extra pitches in the same game. Cause in the same game, you're on autopilot. Like you're, you have so much adrenaline, like you're just cruising out there. You don't care how many pitches you're at, but the coming back on like one day, two days rest after a hundred pitches, That's I was tough. in college. I was in college and I threw a Friday night. I threw like 95 pitches out of the bullpen and I tried to come back Sunday. Like I told my pitching coach, like we had a close game late in the game. And I was like, Hey, like, why aren't, why aren't I going to the bullpen? He's like, you're not throwing today. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm definitely throwing today. He's like, you just threw a hundred pitches. That's when you so tell your like, manager, Hey Skip, I'm good. And then he's like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm good. And you're walking away. You're like, what the fuck did I just do? Well, I did. I took, well, cause in college, like it was against Michigan. So I was like, I I'm throwing, like, I don't care. I'm throwing. Yeah. But it's like college kids are idiots. But that's what I mean. That's what Ian said. It was a good point of like, that's where the coaches need to protect your future of like, dude, like, I know you want to throw your arms are going to fall off if you go out there and throw right now. And it's tough because college kids like you want the ball like uh, like that. They're the ace for Texas. Like, I bet he's like, I'm throwing today. I don't care. Like, I'm going in the game. Yeah. How how about did you see the videos I sent to that group? Yes. Do you guys watch those two videos? I mean, the Wake what? Forest jersey was upset. What's going on? What's going on in college base? I just want to know what's happening because, Tom, you're going to have to put these in so people can see them. There's these college pitchers coming out of the bullpen. First of all, the wristband thing, the wristband pitch calling thingy, hate the look. Second of all, these kids are just losing their gourds out there. They're going absolutely bananas and just screaming like MMA fighters or something. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Hey, Is this you know a what? trend I, that's going to continue? The Stanford guy last night, he like got a big strikeout to end like the eighth, and he's coming off the mouth. This is my shit, like just screaming. And I was like, oh my God, like I get your pump easy. I mean, the Tennessee pitcher the in the video, Ian said he does a throat slash, like he's like killing <laughs> he's someone. He's killing right. Double People throat slash. What <laughs> I. I don't like college. Is, it's I bet Zach so, loves I, dude, it. I bet Zach loves no, it. No, I fucking hate it. And it sucks because I had so much fun in college. Like my brothers did. Like it's awesome. It's fucking great. It's a great time. You're playing with your best friends. But like there is so much shit. I'll watch a game and I'm like, I have to turn this off. Like this is not baseball. It's too much. It's and too then, much. Like, and now umpires are getting involved. Like if a guy pimps a homer, they throw the guy out and then he's suspended. So like my brother's team. They were in the conference championship game. They were in the eighth inning, hits a big homer to go up by like six. So it kind of like puts the game out of reach and like does nothing egregious to see like to what guys are doing in the big leagues now. This is at like a probably like a four out of 10. Like it was nothing. Guy gets thrown out and like so in college, if you get thrown out, you're suspended the next game. So they win that game. They go to South Carolina. Like, I mean, they lost by three touchdowns. It's not it's not going to be the deciding factor, but. 
This is like the only chance in this kid's life that he's going to go and play in an SEC school on a Friday night, and you're going to take that away from him because he pimped a home run? Like, come on. But it is. The whole college baseball thing, is it, like, I love it. It's great. But at the same time, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, I'm in the middle because, like you said, like, it's kind of electric. But there are times where it's like, all right, you got to reel it in a little of bit. Course, like some guys are doing like, a little too much. But like there's some of these guys are 18 years old. Like let yeah. them just do it. And then they get, someone wants to throw at them, fucking throw at them. Well, that's the thing. They won't let, they, they don't police. There's no policing of the game. So they're just, no. they're just lunatics. I think, listen, I th- think the joy of college baseball and the playing for each other and like the pure, the purity of it is awesome. I think, mm-hmm. The some of this is the biggest games, you know, up to that point of their life for sure. It's like it's high energy. There's so much on the line because you play so few games to get to that point. But holy smoke, some yeah. of the like, how many Red Bulls are they letting these kids have? Let's just relax with the pre workout before we go that onto is such, the bus. That's such okay? a college thing too, where it's like, oh my god, yeah, I put, I put, I put, uh. I see hot on my groin because it makes me go crazy. And it's just like, yeah, I need a veto slap. Hit me in the face before I go out there. Yeah. Punch me in the nose before I pitch. It's like I had, I had six bottles of pre-workout in the bullpen. I'm so I'm like, I'm I'm in the locker room before the game. I'm like, Ooh, I can't have coffee right now because I'll be a little too amped up in the box in the first inning. So I have to really, that's that's me. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of two o'clock. I have to stop drinking coffee. I'll be a little too excited. But doesn't it make it kind of electric to watch? It is like you're like it's like a show. Like you're watching and you're like, man, something crazy's happening. It's cool because like games. every game for them is like, especially the big programs. It's cool. Like if you're playing a midweek game, like yeah, it might not mean a lot, but like it's gonna mean a lot for their RPI. So like they are like balls to the wall. Like we need to win this game. It's such a short. It's a long short season, so most of the games matter. Yeah, I think. I think the thing that I enjoy watching about college baseball is when like somebody hits a homer and the whole dugout's going crazy and they all come out and like somebody hits a double and like they're just they're excited yeah. for each other. Like I enjoy that part of college baseball. Maybe it's because I'm a hitter. Okay. Maybe I don't like the pitchers trying to fist fight their teammates on the way into the dugout. Throat slashing people (laughs) and the constant screaming. I saw a video that I couldn't find for you guys that I should have saved at the time. And when I see it again, I will of some high school kid at a prospect thing, or maybe it was a high school game screaming in between every pitch. He would throw a pitch and then he would scream like, and then he'd get the ball. It wasn't even out. It was just like strike one. I'm like, this can't continue. Okay, we can't see this. But it's electric. The next level. You're talking about. Is it, it electric? electric? What it are we is. doing? Are we? Is it? Is it WWE? College is. College is fun. Like I, I, I think I've swipped, uh, flipped my stance. I think I love it. I think I'm all in on it. I can't continue this conversation. Then <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about Bruce Bolt. Okay, you know who I saw wearing Bruce Bolts? I saw. Um, I saw Ben Attendee wearing Bruce Bolts, and then I saw I saw a couple of college kids wearing Bruce Bolts out in the old College World Series. And I have my Bruce Bolts, okay? Those are batting gloves I wear with a lightning bolt on them. And you know what else they just came out with? Baseball pants. Ooh. They've done so, but it's something that uh, nobody's ever done before. 
they they're durable, they're breathable, and they have a four way stretch baseball pant. They have three lengths. Okay, they got pants down the low ones. They got the uh, just below the knee, the shorties we call them. They call them knickers. We call them shorties. Uh, and for the first time ever, baseball shorts that are designed to fit above the knee. I think that's a trend. I think the baseball shorts is, uh, well, you know, Hunter Pence did it way back, but who's doing, who's doing the baseball shorts now? Who's doing Bader, it above I think the knee? Does above the knee, doesn't he? Who? Could be wrong. Bader, doesn't he wear pants above the knee? Uh, I could be wrong. I know Bo Bichette does. Bo Bichette. He's a lot the of one guys kids do. are following. They, uh, above the, the knee, guy Bo from Bichette. The Giants, too. Estrada? Does he do it too? He goes above the knee. I don't know. He hit a couple homers against us. He rakes. That guy is on the barrel at all times. What kind of did you do? You guys remember as a kid when you're playing like those shadow tournaments, like getting the pants that would fit right? It was such a big deal, dude. Such a big deal to get pants that fit right. I wanted the baggiest ones. I wanted to be like David Ortiz and Manny. So bad. So bad. It was such a big deal because you got, you know, you had to go find the right pants. And then I would, because my brother was six years older, like I was like, I'm going to do the cool thing that the kid, the older kids are doing. So like everybody was wearing their pants up at eight years old. I was wearing my pants down. Like I would have my mom, like we, I cut the elastic out and then yep. we'd like, sew, like we'd sew. I mean, I was way in. You got to get it. got to get it. I wanted to play a big league. So that you know what else? It's a- Oh, go. Sorry, go nope go i'm saying that's uh that's what i feel like right now because in spring i got my pants tapered so when i got called up this year in april i was like oh my god i get to wear tapered pants like they're tight at the bottom now like they're not these fucking bell bottoms anymore and i'm like this is sick you know you get some you guys should get some new pants you should get some tapered ones I have I have the I have the yeah. sprayed on Wrigleyville pants. Maybe I should. Yeah, try your your Wrigleyville yeah, pants like are ones, compression. They fit, the, they fit the same. It's just tight at the bottom. That's it. You gotta show your shoes off, though. That's what True. I'm saying. Your shoes would show off even more. You got the nice show customs. That's a good point. Ian, you know what That's else Bruce Bolt has? They have great arm sleeves. Got oh, my shit, man. Tell, tell them about your arm sleeves. You got you got your arm sleeves. You, they they you? sent me five arm sleeves. I only, got two you got? I only got two arms, but I love it. Put one on your leg. I might. I don't know. I got a maroon one that they I wear. They do have leg sleeves, too. I wore the maroon one. I wear that one when I sleep. And then I got two white ones, a black one, and a red one. Yeah. Those are the five. Beautiful. Oh, and a blue one, I think. I think I got a blue one. I think so. But yeah, very nice like, of them to send like me the five. Of them. I'm, I'm excited. What'd you say? There's a lot of compression. Oh, yeah. That's why I like it, because I like it when I sleep. It's a little recovery while I'm sleeping, you know, get a little blood flow to the arm, a little extra recovery. That's fantastic. Go to BruceBolt.us. BruceBolt.us. You got batting gloves there. You got all kinds of baseball pants, uh, and you have arm sleeves. And so check it all out. BruceBolt.us. Um, Can we touch on other sports? Th- I, I had two. Do you guys I had- want to talk? I had two non-baseball topics. Basketball? Uh, the first one I wanted to start with was, did you guys see the Nick Taylor 72? Well, Ian, I know Zach saw it, but did you guys see the Nick Taylor putt to win it at the RBC oh Canadian Open? Dude, yeah. 72 was, footer. It was that sick was, because it was bad golf for like three of those playoff holes too. Yeah. Like somebody be grinding. like, oh, they're about to win. And then like, it would be a shitty chip. And we're like, what are we doing? Is anybody trying to win here? <laughs> 
being on the West Coast, uh, everything like you're playing a game and everything's happening during the game. So there's just like you no know, idea what's going on. And then we come off the field and he makes that putt like two seconds after we came off the field. So I didn't really get to see any of the playoff holes, but like unbelievable putt. What a cool Canadian in Canada winning the Canadian yeah. Open. And hey, then did week. you see Ian? Did big you week. see Adam Hadwin get form tackled trying to go celebrate? <laughs> yeah. So people were saying people were like, "Oh, what is the security guard doing?" If anything, you have to. That's off to that guy. You have to. Like, yeah, if a guy runs onto the, the green, that it's is, like, "Hey, man, what are you doing out here?" Like, dude, I gotta take you down. That's a go- he's like a top one hundred golfer, but like golfers look way more normal than like baseball players. I think. Dude. I think he was in normal clothes. He didn't have his like, yeah. He, he had out. jeans like, on. Like, what do you, if else you're, do you expect? Somebody's running up to him? Yeah, I'm going to fucking level you, this guy. If you're a security guard, or, or are you trying to check credentials with guys who are running? Yeah, like he didn't have time to stop and ask. Spear like, him. Hey. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. I loved it, too. If that was our security, I'd be like, all in. Nice. Great One hit. tackle. Do that again. Um, Ian, big week. U.S. Open big, week. Big week. U.S. Did Open week. LACC. Dude. Yes, I love it. I want, I, I want it. the, I want the winner at five over. Yeah, oh, I. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. The best, the best tournaments are when they're like the winners, like five under, like with the PGA. Like mm-hmm. it was hard. It, like, yeah, it's cool to watch sometimes when they are just absolutely flag hunting when they're thirty over after two rounds. But at the same time, it's just not realistic. Like we want to see guys what? shit fuck balls. Well, the whole point of these. You know, Augusta is Augusta, right? The Augusta sometimes, depending on conditions, they can play really hard and they can be single digit winners. And then sometimes, depending on conditions, the guys are eating it up and it's always a tough test, but those guys are very, very good at golf. And then you get the other three majors where depending on conditions, you know, you can, those guys are grinding. The British, some of those British Open courses are impossible. There's been US Opens. You know, you think back to Oakmont and oh, what was that? Oh, eight is a five over, six over winner. Like you got, you got to watch PGA this year where it was single digits. Like those are the events, the three events of the year where these guys get absolutely torched. And it's really, really fun to watch. And I'm hoping because of the weather in LA and because of the, the setup, I'm really hoping it's an impossible four days. Someone told me that, that there's like a 290 par three. Bro, of course. Yeah, 290 yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. What that the is fuck? incredible. It's, I guess it's, it's supposed to be downhill, so it plays like 235, but I've still. played it a couple times. It is a it is a very why challenging why golf you? course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, can't yeah, hide it. Um, and then the last thing I had was Nuggets winning the title. Dude. Coolest part of the whole thing, I texted in our group text. I said, Jokic went up and shook every Heat player's fan bef- or hand before he even celebrated awesome he's a beauty he seems, he's so cool he seems like the nicest guy ever. what do you got what do you got on this though i want zach's take on this they asked him if like like you're excited for the parade and he's like i just want to go home man dude so he i saw that he and we seemed were talking like about it like scott was like i think if i'm a fan i'm kind of pissed but at the same time it's like you know grueling that like they've been playing since october and it's june almost july middle of june whatever and it's like, they bro, they've the, trained, they've camped in like a month. Like they do have, they have the longest playoffs of anybody, right? Their playoffs yeah. is like absurd. Yeah, and Their like season starts I, in like November or yeah, dude, even sooner. No, it's usually it's usually right around Halloween. Like yeah, so they've been playing for eight months. Yeah, so like I, dude, I get it, especially with all the media you have to do for the finals. Like 
I mean, he's playing, he's the best player on the planet right now. You know, I mean, the guy's averaging a triple double walk, like, well, he's a walking triple double. Like that's a lot. He's a big guy. He's banging onto the boards. Like let him go home. I get it too. But I, let me say, I would be so fired up for a parade. I would be so yeah. fired up for a parade. Yeah. I would be I like, agree. get me to the parade. The parade, this is what I want. I want the parade. Where's, where he is looked, he from? Where is Serbia. he from again? Serbia. Yeah, so like, is he going to go back to Serbia? I think that's where he lives. So like, he has I think like it, horses. Yeah, I think it's different. Like he has a horse race in Serbia. Yeah, it's different if he's going back but, to Denver and it's like, oh, I want to go home. But like, but he's genuine country. He genuinely looked annoyed that he had to go to this parade. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. I just want to go home. <laughs> Can we, yeah. we, we got to, uh, is there anything else you want to say about that? Anything else you want to say about the Nuggets? That was all I had. I mean, they were the best sick, team all year. Sick for the Heat just to get there, especially with that roster. But yeah. we were saying, um, I, I mean, I was like, I mean, yeah, the Heat just had no chance. I don't know if you guys saw, I don't know if you guys saw the owner of the Nuggets is like he's had an unbelievable run. I think yeah. hockey, basketball. It's like four sports he's won a championship in in he's the rich. last like three years. Let's do slow screen time for the people. Tom's getting mad at us because John Boy wants the account. I actually did a John Boy thing with uh Chris Rose in Anaheim. So Check out for that. I'm helping the YouTube channel because I'm a company guy. Tom, you're welcome. You uh, we are. talked Blitzball. We talked Blitzball, so I'll give you a little plug, a little shout uh, for the Blitzball. People go over to the YouTube, watch the Blitzball channel. Um, warehouse games. Thank you. Yes. W- warehouse Check games. I'm babe. Uh, Sloan, world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. The company is at the forefront of the green building movement, provides smart, sustainable, hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water efficient products, including flush meters, faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. Learn more at sloan.com. Give me your screen times. Is this for yesterday we're doing? Yes. I was kind of impressed. Mine was only 352 because we had a bus ride where we didn't get back until 5 a.m. Sunday into Monday. Sleep? The hell did you do? I slept from six to noon, and then I went golfing. Nice, good for you. Yeah, I told you. Take days off from golf. I told you I had a long one yesterday. I was doing a bunch of shit on my phone. Five twenty-two. That's not that bad, though. I thought you were going to be like closer to like seven. No, I thought I was, dude. I when I was like sitting there when I was doing all the apartment stuff, I was like. Oh fuck, we got to record tomorrow. I'm gonna this is gonna be a career high. <laughs> it crosses my mind every time yep. too. Like the day, like Sunday, Monday. I'm like, maybe I stay off the phone today. We got in. We got I'm I'm 344. It's my son's screen time, 344. We got in um late past midnight from San Fran. And I can see I can see my phone time on the bus back to Wrigley. That was not not good for me. Not good. Tom? Oh, 933. That boy, Tom. Get it in you. Almost. Um, it's Tom. Oof. Ian, do you Was play card the... lane? Yeah. Nice. You're rich. Dang it. Uh, I don't I actually don't play in the poker game. I we have a me and Danny Mueller and Jim Aducey have a little uh little Deuce. Were you playing Bure? Bure, yeah. Can't beat it. Best game. What a couple world. of beauties to be playing with. Damn, yeah. yeah, we we've been we've been running it for a couple of years. Uh, it's a it's a great game. And Just three of you playing Bure? No, no, no. There's more, there's more players in there. There's more players in there, but nice. those are the those are the usual suspects. Sometimes some people come in and out. 
I think the most think the most we play with is eight people in a in a Blu-ray game. Maybe one of these days you maybe one of these days you'll tell us how big the pot gets. It's not that it's not that big. But it can be though. Blu-ray is a game where you could play for it doesn't matter what you start at. Like it could get nuts quick. Yeah. Yeah. We keep we keep it light though. We keep it's a light game. Friendly. Just just a couple guys hanging out. Guys being dudes. I haven't played Blu-ray in I I think maybe last year on the bus. I think it was the last time I played. Such a played. good game, dude. It's such a good game. So fun. That's episode 163 of the Compound Podcast presented by Part Serum. I can't wait for our fans and listeners to go look up what Boo is and try to play a couple games. I would have no idea what Boo is without no. minor league baseball. Absolutely. It's a it's a it's a sport. I feel like it's all around. Like I've heard hockey players talk about it. Like they play it all the time too. Like, no it's way. Like, it's like a, in like a sports game, basically. Like athletes play it. I don't know how it came about, but it's very fun. Go to Benny's, get your parse. We'll see you next week.